What's up, everybody, and welcome to In Love With Horror, your destination for all things horror. And this is your midweek horror news update. And in this update, y'all, we'll be discussing the Terrifier 3 trailer and a lot of the controversy that it's causing. We'll be discussing an upcoming Spider-Man horror fan film that's in the works. We're also going to discuss some of the horror games that are up for nominations in the Game Awards. Then, of course, we'll be talking about a another uh, Christmas slasher that's coming out on Shudder. So It's a Wonderful Knife is not the only holiday slasher this season. And then lastly, we'll be talking about the box office update. And that's all coming up. So stay tuned. All right, y'all. So in our first story, it's all about Terrifier 3. Now, the official teaser trailer has officially released online for everybody to see over over on YouTube. And it's causing a lot of controversy. So, you know, in that trailer, you know, we see Art, you know, doing his thing as a Santa Claus. He's like putting it, putting up some presents and then a kid walks in, says Santa, and then he, you know, Art picks up the, the axe and it doesn't show anything. But a lot of people online are assuming that one, this is the opening scene that uh, Damien Leone is you know, promising to be insanely controversial. Uh, and the assumption is that, you know, art, you know, takes out the kid. Now, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't happy about that. Anything, you know, that involves a kid, especially with like a horror film or something that's, you know, happening to a child within a film, you know, people are not feeling that, especially with just like the state of the world and how things are. So it's causing an insane amount of controversy uh, you know, I think you showed me some videos today where people were, you know, really going in on it. And so a lot, there's been a lot of back and forth. So we wanted to discuss that and then weigh in with our own thoughts. So I'll pass it over to you kind of, you know, did you want to like add in anything about what you're seeing online about the discourse and then kind of what's your, what's your thoughts and approach to, you know, this potentially, you know, insane opening scene that uh, Damien is talking about for this film? Well, um, we don't know if this is what he's talking about. It's That's just true. Assumed that it is. Um, it started out with someone tweeting, and Damien retweeted that tweet, and that's what started this, the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, the person was saying something like, "You know, block me if you, you know, agree with this this scene or whatever." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess my thing, you know, I don't really like kid stuff myself. Like, right. I don't prefer it. But I mean, it's not something like it's never been done before. I never watched All Hallows Eve, but that came up in the conversation. Have you seen that movie? Or? I think I've seen it, but it's been a while, so I can't remember it that okay. good, to be honest. Apparently, there was some unaliving of kids in that one. I mean, so it's like a part of his history to take out kids. Right. Like he doesn't really care. Yeah. Um, that's his MO. So um, anybody who's just anybody could get it from art. Yeah. Uh, art don't discriminate. He doesn't discriminate at all. <laughs> Uh, but aside from that, in horror in general, it's not like it's not a thing. Kid, we just watched when, when evil, evil lurks, and, and that's got a kid got stuff. it. Yeah. You know, actually, multiple kids got it in there. Yeah. Like, I don't want to give those spoilers, but there was a, a, a scene where a kid is basically being ingested. <laughs> like, it's crazy stuff that happens to kids right. and across the board in yeah. horror. Um, so it's not like a new thing. So I'm, it might be because of what's going on in the world right now as to why this debate has started. Mm-hmm. It just seems really weird that 
that's a conversation when it's been done before. It's yeah, not it's like not, this is the first time. Yeah, right, it's nothing yeah. new to horror. So yeah. it's just really weird. So what are your thoughts about it? Yeah. Um, you know, I was kind of surprised. I, a part of me wonders if one of the big reasons that there is controversies is because of how much Damien is hyping up mm. this opening scene. So like right now, people are thinking this is the opening scene, right? Yeah. Um, and if it is, you know, Damien's been hyping this thing up like it's the most disturbing mm-hmm. shit ever you know because he's like oh man like the way he's talking about it was like oh studios would never approve this that's why i gotta do it independent mm-hmm. and he, you know i think he even said some things like like you know like essentially saying like you're not ready right you know for what you're gonna see so i think when you take terrifier 2 and a lot of the brutal i mean it's super that, brutal and that's another thing too right i'm sorry to cut you off but mm-hmm. like it's surprising that they would expect something not insane when this dude literally cut over one in half yeah. didn't care yeah. and then like put bleach and, and salt it's and stuff crazy. like like yeah. torturous stuff to this person yeah. and you think that that's this next movie gonna be tame or right. you know what i'm saying like mm. i don't know i didn't get that but go ahead yeah <laughs> um so like like i don't know because like it's some I'm, I'm wondering if that's that's part of the reason, mm. right? Because them you taking Terra Far Two and he's saying he's basically gonna up the ante. So mm-hmm. people are like envisioning like, oh, what's the most like unimaginable, horrific stuff that can happen? And then you have this child that's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if I that's I think he's kinda, just doing it to get y'all to talk about it. I don't think he's he gonna unalive the kid. But who knows? He might, but I'm, I mean, you know what's funny though? Like, imagine if he wasn't, but just because people are like talking about it, oh, like, he, he went back and like added it. that in. And like, you know what? Yeah. Just because everyone is complaining and right. all this controversy, I, I'm going to add it in just yeah. because it's my movie. I can do whatever I want. He can do whatever he wants. But, but to your point, right? It's like, it's, you know, children being, you know, harmed or unalived or whatever in horror films, it's nothing new. Right. Like you said, we just watched When Evil Lurks and that has multiple mm-hmm. br- brutal stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like the, and the way that e- When Evil Lurks does it is like when you, when you do see something brutal, like it happens really quick. It's not like, that's it, true. It doesn't it's like not lingering. sit on it and linger. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe he could do something like that where it doesn't linger, linger on it or, you just see like the aftermath and not the actual mm-hmm. act. But I mean, you know, and Damien, like, you never know. He might say, fuck it. Like, I'm putting it all in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the side of like, hey, this is, you know, a fictional horror film. Right. Like, to me, it's expected to, you know, for you to be presented with stuff that's going to get under your skin, make you mm-hmm. feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know, uh, especially with Terrifier. Like, Terrifier. Like, I feel like that's kind of like part of his MO, right? Mm-hmm. Is to like make you feel like uncomfortable. Right. And then you have this person, this entity or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. art is that doesn't care, right? And that's just part of what he does is the brut- is the brutality. Brutality, yeah. So I guess when I mean, you look at it, looking at him as a villainous character, like, why would he discriminate? Mm-hmm. Like, he going in on everybody. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's So I think we both sit on the side of like, hey, this is a horror film. Like, this is what's expected. Like, this is nothing new. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for ages. Uh, right. But we like to know where y'all sit uh, on this issue. Let us know down in the comments or online on our social media channels. Like, what do you think about this controversy? Are you on the side of like, hey, this is a horror film? Like, this is what's what's expected? Or do you think that like no horror films should depict, you know, children being harmed? Let us know all that. 
uh, in the comments or on our social media. All right. So our next story, we're talking about a Spider-Man horror fan film that is in the works. Oh, yeah. So um, this is actually popping on TikTok. And then someone found it and made a post about it. Right. So Chandler Riggs, who actually auditioned for Peter Parker at one point in time, um, but he... Got picked over for uh, Tom Hall. Tom, right? Exactly. Yeah, and and I, I didn't watch The Walking Dead, but apparently Chandler Riggs yes. is from Walking Dead. He's right? from he's from Walking Dead. Exactly. Now he's going to be starring in a Spidey, starring as Spider Man in a film that's being created by a filmmaker named Andy Chen. Mm-hmm. So Andy Chen is best known for his horror short. A horror short based on Shrek called Fiona, but he has other shorts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now I did watch this and it was pretty good. It, it was, was pretty good. Legit. Oh, yeah. you watched it? Yeah, yeah I watched okay, it. Okay, yeah, it was, yeah. It was really pretty good. legit. Yeah. Uh, so I do imagine that this this fan film is also going to be another short just based on the story of Spider Man. Yeah. Um, now he is posting about his process and even shared some footage on his social media. So if you want to check that out, his um, handle is at Locust Garden, and it looked pretty cool. Like, yeah, it did the whole. Well, I'm, I don't watch a whole lot of like behind the scenes stuff, but when I do, it's always interesting to me. Just like how everything looks, the different things people use, yep. like the camera angles and all this kind of stuff. So it was really cool. He was doing some kind of like, I don't know, some kind of stuff. He was like pretending like the crawl, crawl, crawl up the wall. Oh, right. Yeah. So it's like he's doing a camera trick. To yeah. Make it look like, make it look like he was doing mm-hmm. something. Right. Exactly. Yep. So it was super cool. Uh, but yeah, so what are your thoughts about this? Oh, yeah. This is super exciting. Uh, one, it's a cool concept, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I think when we talked, when we first heard about the story, we talked about it. And the first thing that came to my mind was, uh, you know, that film Brightburn that came out. Oh, yeah, a yeah, couple, yeah. Right. A few years ago where mm-hmm. it was, you know, a take on basically if, you know, Spider-Man, I'm mean, sorry, Superman went left. Right. And became like a villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's like the first thing that came to my mind because it's always interesting to me, like this, this concept of taking characters or superheroes that mm-hmm. we love and be like, well, you know, what if something happened? They got those same powers, yeah. but they went left with it. Or, you know, they just, they, maybe they didn't learn how to use them and just caused a lot of damage, mm-hmm. what have you. Uh, but this is super exciting. I did check out the behind the scenes footage that looked really good. Uh, I feel like this might end up being a little bit longer than that Fiona yeah, yeah, short film I think because, that like, was only like a handful because he has like, uh, he, he listed some of the cast that's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't have the notes on like all people that, all people that will be in it, but it will feature a lot of the prominent Spider Man characters mm-hmm. like Mary Jane, Aunt yeah. May, Uncle Ben. Uh, and uh, I think I even saw J. John Jameson, mm-hmm. you know, the dude who does like the, you know, the he's the news the news guy. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like this short might be a little bit longer than that Fiona one because the Fiona one was pretty short, but it was yeah. still a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're basing it off of that one, which that was like a huge short for him. Like yeah. he got like over, I think over 2 million views on YouTube Ton. last year. Yeah. Um, and just how much horror was was within that mm-hmm. i'm very like excited to see this his take on spider-man and like yeah. ho- how horrific he's gonna make it if you go on his instagram as well mm-hmm. uh, which i think also is the locust Gardens yeah. handle which i think is like his production studio uh, andy chins and uh and some of those behind the scenes uh photos on the instagram mm-hmm. like you can see like Peter Parker's got this weird, like, blood and yeah. weird gore-looking stuff. Yeah, some kind of stuff. I don't yeah, know it looked that weird. Was. It also <laughs> made me think of, like, I don't know, some weird metamorphosis type Ooh, stuff. Something yeah, weird that like might that. be cool. Maybe he, right. like, turns into a spider or yeah. something crazy. Um, but no, this this is, like, super hyped. I'm super excited for it. Um, I did see that it's going to be available on Annie Chin's YouTube channel, mm-hmm. just like the Fiona, Fiona short right. was. There's no release date on it yet, no. um, from what I saw. But... Yeah, y'all. This Super is cool. this is cool, and you know, I'm excited to like 
because I, I I saw in the article because we were reading some of this off of off off of a uh, I think the was it a uh, comic book? Uh, uh, yeah, that was one of the I forgot. What yeah, it was, but yeah, and um, and in that interview because they basically were pulling some of the interview or, or mm-hmm. I don't know where they got the quotes from Andy Chen from exactly. I don't know if they interviewed him or not, but I know he was saying that um, that with this short uh, or when. After he made the Shrek uh, Fiona short, mm-hmm. he already had the idea for this, right? And so I'm wondering if he's going to go into this lane of just like taking a lot of different pop culture stuff uh, and yeah. like flipping it into horror. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious to see like what he would do next, right? Because like his approach is really cool. Now I'm I'm assuming he's only ever done shorts. That's all I saw. He has done, yeah. And you know maybe the next steps for him to do a feature film might be like an OG feature film like I don't yeah. know we'll see how well, this, this one, one turns out I was gonna say if this yeah. one is successful then they might give him hey, give him gonna, that but tap he him might need like, hey, get that dude to yes. come make you know XYZ right so I'm super excited for this we'll definitely keep y'all updated uh, once we get more information about like release dates and stuff but definitely go on the uh, his TikTok and his, and his IG to see some of that footage because mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all it would definitely get you like hyped and excited for it. Now, all right, y'all, for our next story, we're going to be talking about the Game Awards. So, of course, you know, we're coming up on the Game Awards. It's coming on, uh, it'll air on December 7th. And they just dropped the uh, nominees for all the different categories. And we wanted to highlight two categories on uh, this update show. Uh, the first one being, of course, you know, the biggest category, right? Like, this is the main stage. You know, this is when they do the cool, like, combination of all the melodies of the games. Uh, you know, the game of the year category. And this year, we actually got uh, uh, two horror games. So we really wanted to, you know, we're all about horror. So we wanted to highlight the horror games and uh, media that was, uh, you know, highlighted as some of the nominees in these categories. So the two horror games that are nominated in the Game of the Year category are Alan Wake 2 and Resident Evil 4. And they'll be going up against um, Spider-Man 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, now, obviously, they're up against, you know, some tough competition. Some heavy right? hitters. Like, yeah, especially like Baldur's Gate 3. I know a lot of people love Everybody's talking love, about that. Yeah, they talk yeah. about the game. They love that game. <laughs> uh, now, like, we just started playing Alan Wake 2. Well, I just started playing it. Uh, I did try to live stream it. I had some trouble. Yeah. But don't worry. I'm going to work it, on that. Yeah, I'm going to get it sorted out. I'm going to, you know, continue to play the game for the live stream. You're hogging the game. But, hey, look. Well, what do you mean hogging the game? Not letting nobody yeah, else play. I asked you about how to do the... Do the thing so I can play it on the Xbox, and you ain't never follow up. You well, just like I'll, look. I'm you can it. you can watch the stream. That's I'm what you said. Sort it out. I'm gonna get sort it out so that you can you know get your save get your save file going. But uh, so yeah, we started playing that, and just even that opening presentation, I can already tell that Alan Wake Two is like super fire, and I've heard nothing but great things about it. Obviously, Resident Evil Four was a remake based off the GameCube game that came out mm-hmm. back in the day, um, and that remake I heard was an incredible game too. So, um, you know, I th- I feel like Alan Wake 2 has a pretty good chance because I know like people really, really like that it. game a yeah. lot. Like it reviewed really well. I saw nothing but good things about like the visuals, the narrative, mm-hmm. the presentation, the scares. Like I heard, it's, I heard it's just fire all the way around. So yeah. I'm excited, you know, for us to get into it, to play it. Uh, but I just think it's cool to see, you know, two horror games in yeah. the game of the year category. Now, if they win... We'll see on December 7th. At but, least they nominated. Yeah, at least they nominated. And it's going to be cool to hear like their music and their themes played. 
yeah, you know, during that big portion of the game. Hogwarts is not on the list, so at least they made it to the list. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's crazy. I don't think Hogwarts Legacy is on. It's on it, no category, no list, which is interesting because that game I, was I like, thought was dang, actually pretty fun. Ain't no le- no legacy up here at all. Yeah, and it's so, weird because yeah. that game surprised me. Like it was a lot of fun. Like yeah. I actually beat the game. And I was just really impressed by a lot of the features in it. Well, yeah. So, like, at least they made the list. Yeah. But, I mean, like, if you look online, like, a lot of games got snubbed. You'll see a lot of people talking about a lot of different games being snubbed. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, um, Lies of P. That's kind of like horror-esque. You know, that's the, it's like a Dark Souls-like game, but it's a Pinocchio theme. Oh, I never heard of that um, one. I have, to, I have to show you that game because mm-hmm. I think you will find it kind of intriguing. But, like, a lot of people are talking about how that game's going to get snubbed because it's Position in a lot of categories against Baldur's Gate 3, mm-hmm. which everybody loves. So more than likely, Baldur's Gate 3 will beat everything in all the categories. Yeah. Um, but the next category we wanted to highlight, because um, this is kind of an interesting category too, and this is the best game adaptation mm-hmm. uh, category. So this is the category where they look at movies and TV shows that uh, came out within the last year that were based off of video games. Yeah. So the, the horror-related ones we wanted to highlight are, of course, The Last of Us. Castlevania Nocturne and Twisted Metal, and they'll be going up against uh, Gran Turismo and the Super and the Super Mario Bros. movie. Um, now, I know. I, did you finish Last of Us? I know I finished. I can't remember. Yeah. Finished it. The Last of Us was amazing. It is good. That show was like, like you know, a lot of times video game related content comes out, whether it be movie or TV yeah, show, and it's just not doesn't ever hit the mark. It, it doesn't. But Last of Us was one where it's like, like. Yeah, it was super It was good. like proof, like you can make video game movies or shows be good. Yeah. Like that show was fire, like amazing all the way around. Mm-hmm. Now you watch Cosmic and Nocturne. I Love know you really like that. it. I'm so glad to see that yeah. this was nominated because it's such a good show. Yeah. Like I was telling you, like I'm now I'm ready to kind of like watch other stuff. Like yeah. we talked about that other series on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Blue Blue Eyed Samurai. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that that kind of like, opened up the doors gateway. for me. Yeah, it was yeah, my gateway. Yeah. It was, but it's really good. If you haven't watched it, please go watch it. Support the show because there are a lot of people hate on it, but don't listen to those people. Go watch it. <laughs> it's super good. So I'm glad it made it um, yeah. as a nominee a nominee in this and that, uh, category. And that's that's kind of how I know that you like it a lot because you know for the for our viewers and listeners like she doesn't really watch anime mm-hmm. so like ain't no really don't I don't <laughs> so like when she watched this uh, show I was like the hell you don't watch this <laughs> like so that's how I know I was like man this junk must be really it's good it's so uh, good the story um, is good like the the um, the gra- like the animation like the art it, the art animation, all that yeah. stuff is super good it's just worth it was worth i binged that show like, yeah, that's how I good remember. it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, i yeah. definitely gotta watch it at some point but yeah i'm glad to see that it, it was nominated for best game animation yeah and then the the last one this is kind of like horror-esque it's more mm-hmm. of a comedy show but twisted metal mm-hmm. uh and i think this i haven't watched the show personally but i know before it came out like you know, the trailers made it look really bad mm-hmm. but you know it came out people were kind of surprised they're like wow this like y'all cut these trailers poorly because this is way better than the trailers let it you know led on to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know it's going up against Gran Turismo, which I heard great things about, and yeah. of course Super Mario Bros. movie, which I thought was a lot of fun. It was good. Yeah, uh, you know I liked it. I'm yeah, pretty sure we watched it a couple times now because kids, but yep. <laughs> it's yeah. a good one. It's it's it's, it's a fun I, movie. Do you think Last of Us is gonna win? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah Last I, of it, I like, it's so. not even a question. Like, <laughs> Last of Us was like 
you know, a cultural like phenomenon. Like yeah. everybody was, everybody was watching, watching it. it. Mm-hmm. I think it broke like some TV viewing records or something like mm-hmm. that. Like it was, it was really big. Yeah. And uh, I agree. I think it's going to win too. Yeah. And it made a big impact on the potential for video game, like content outs, mm-hmm. you know, like movies and shows. So yeah. I don't doubt that it'll win because of everything surrounding it, the performances, the visuals, like it was a great story. So many like emotional moments, like emotional impact. Just good stories each yeah. episode. Like everything flowed so good. And you were always like hyped to get to, you know, for the next episode yeah. and the next week to come out. So mm-hmm. I'm sure Last of Us will win. But, yeah. you know, there's other categories, y'all, uh, that you'll oh, see. Yeah. Like Alan Wake 2 is in quite a bit of categories, mm-hmm. uh, like best narrative, uh, best game direction, I think uh, best art yeah. uh, direction. Uh, Alan Wake 2 is in a lot of those. So go ahead and take a look at all the different uh, categories, all the nominees. And, you know, hey, look, we're a horror podcast. Right. So, you know, we're going to vote for the horror game. Yes, um, go vote. But let us know down in the comments, y'all, or on our social media, like, you know, what are some of the the nominees that, you know, you're excited to see in some of these categories? What were your favorites in some of these categories? And who do you think got snubbed? Like, who do you think got <laughs> left off that list that should have been on that list? Uh, but let us know all that in the comments. All right. So our next story, we're talking about another Christmas slasher that's coming to Shudder. Shudder. So we just watched this wonderful knife and that wasn't a hit for us. But so hopefully this one might change the game. It's called The Sacrifice Game and it's coming to Shudder on December the 8th. So here's the synopsis. It's set in the 1970s. Um, It follows two students, Samantha and Clara, who stayed behind during Christmas break at an elite boarding school. When a group of cult killers arrive, a tent intent on summoning a demon the girls must fight to survive the night now this is being directed by jen wexler and written by both jen and sean reddits so did you watch the trailer what'd you think um yeah i did like the trailer i did uh it's one of those trailers though where it doesn't give you a whole lot which i feel like was on purpose Mm -hmm. yeah because the way it was like cut it made me feel like there's going to be some sort of weird twist at the end. Because yeah. There was that part where she was like, oh, these are the books they don't want us to read. Yeah. And there's like all these like occult, satanic looking books. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. So it's going to be one of those situations where it's like flipped. Yeah. Something, that's what I was thinking too. Like it makes me think it's going to be something cool something, like that. Right. So if it if it does some stuff like that, I'll be excited. But uh, I, I feel like the trailer was fine. Like, yeah. I don't think it like got me like hyped but i don't mm-hmm. think it was a bad trailer either i just thought it was like a oh okay like i'll check this out yeah, yeah. i think it was super interesting like the story concept i thought it was super interesting yeah. and i do think there's gonna be a twist as well like i feel like it has to be like i i get the vibe that things are not gonna go the way these killers expected yep. to go um it does also kind of like I guess hint that this they've been doing this before and then they just come so happen to come across these girls mm-hmm. and try to do the same thing again they've done previously and obviously it's not gonna go the way they expect it to go. So yeah. I do get that vibe that it's gonna be a little twist. Now, yeah. I don't know if you recognize the main guy. Um what is his name? Now I can't remember his name, but the main guy that's one of the killers in the killer group is mm-hmm. the guy who played Aladdin. In the most recent Aladdin. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how he's going to do huh. in this role. Well, I remember he had trouble getting acting, acting gigs, gigs after, after Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. So, well. So this is one of the ones he, he got. got. He yeah, got. Hey, hey, welcome to horror. Like, right. Let's, let's so I'm just seeing how he flips it. 
I yeah. did like that little clip at the end where they're like, oh, like, what do you like? This guy just asked them a question, like, where, what are y'all guys doing? He's like, oh, we're visiting for the holidays. Yeah. yeah. And then he knocked them over the head. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I'm kind of excited about it. I, well, I'm going to give it a chance. You know, I think it's it's worth a shot. It sounds interesting. Um, the concept to me mm-hmm. sounds really cool. So, I like yeah. some of the lines in there, like when he was like, "Oh, do you know how to, do you know how you talk to God or something like that?" Mm-hmm. It was like, "Oh, sacrifices or something like yeah. that." Like it sounded cool. Like uh, so, maybe the writing will be interesting. Some of the dialogue, oh, yeah, and, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this. It's one. got potential. It I does. feel like it can't be worse than it's a wonderful knife. No, and this is where it's set in the '70s. Christmas yeah. in the '70s. Um, I don't know. I think it's gonna be cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, and. I, thinking of 72 it gave me that like black christmas like kind yeah of vibe, exactly like that. yeah very much so yeah yeah so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll keep eye out for this definitely going to check it out because yeah. it comes out on december 8th so it's a perfect time for you know a holiday slasher film so fingers crossed that this is a good one because uh, it's, it's a wonderful knife left a sour taste in both of our mouths uh so i think we should we watch it <laughs> I'm not rewatching that. Like, <laughs> it looked, man, like it just wasn't for me. Like I just didn't think it was good. And like, unfortunately, I just don't feel like it'd be worth my time to view again. I think I might rewatch it. Yeah. When it goes, well, you comes rewatch on it. Show. You let me know how you felt on the second viewing. Maybe it's better on the second viewing. Yeah, I, I was know. watching something. Uh, I don't know who I was watching. Some YouTuber, I can't remember who it was now, but they were saying something like, you know, when. People like us who kind of like, you know, critique movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, you should watch it one time just to like, not even with your critique hat on it. Just watch it yeah. to, you know, get the feel for the movie. See how it makes you feel. Da, da, da. Then watch it a second time with the thought process of critiquing it and breaking it down. And it, it becomes a little bit more fair because you're the first time you want to, you're not trying to, you know, catch every single thing. You're just... Trying to have a good time with the movie. And then the second time you watch it, you do. I mean, I I, I get what they're saying, but I feel like that can be like a whole podcast conversation. <laughs> because I feel like, uh, you know, for some people, watching a movie is having their brain turned on. Yeah, true. And you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. That'll be a larger conversation. That's true, for, for sure. Well, uh, we're gonna it was just something I'll throw it out. We'll yeah. write that one down and write and have that as a topic for one of our podcasts. But, um, but I get the point. But yeah. We'll see with Sacrifice Game. And then when you rewatch it, Super Knife, let us know <laughs> if that rewatch is better. But uh, if y'all have seen the trailer for the Sacrifice Game, let us know down in the comments or on our social media. What do y'all think about this trailer? Are you excited for this film? Are you hoping that's going to be good? And then do you think there's going to be a twist like we think? Because I'm, I'm kind of willing to bet sure that's what's going to happen yeah. now. Uh, but let us know that down in the comments, y'all. All right, y'all, for our last story, of course, we're going to give you the box office update. This is like a midweek uh, box office box office update <laughs> so one of the things we want to talk about of course is the previous weekend now it's a wonderful knife that opened last weekend and it opened in uh only 923 theaters so it's not a whole lot mm-hmm. but it only did uh five hundred and ninety eight thousand dollars. so a, just a tiny bit under six hundred thousand dollars now uh it is worth mentioning that this is uh RLJE's biggest theatrical release in the company's history. Mm-hmm. So I mean, for the company, this is this was good. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. this, this was a positive. I know for a lot of people looking at that number, be like, dang, like that's mm-hmm. crazy low than what we're used to seeing. Even we're used to seeing like a, a couple million. Yeah, um, but considering the theater amount, which mm-hmm. is below a thousand theaters, so it's not very much. Mm-mm. Um, you know, so hey, if they're looking at it as a, this is the biggest theatrical release, like. You know, hats off to them. Yeah. Like, you know, hopefully this 
you know, hopefully they can go and make some money off of this film because you don't want anyone to to do bad. Mm-mm. Even if we didn't weren't really rocking with the movie like that, mm-hmm. um, we still want the company to be able to, you know, do all right and be able to produce other things. Because exactly, you know, this was a cool concept. It was a cool at the concept. very least. It was cool they attempted yes, to try to do it very much so. Um, so what kind of what kind but of a lot of people did like it. There was a lot true. of yeah. great, great feedback on the movie. That's so true. a lot of people had a great time with this film. And if you like, you know, campy Christmas um slashers, I think yeah. y'all would like it. So if you haven't watched it and it's still in theaters near you, go check it out. You yeah. might enjoy it. Um, but I do believe it's gonna eventually get to streaming. Normally this I'm pretty sure RJ RLJE works alongside Shutter. I need I think to I saw that. We that. Should, pretty sure the Shutter logo came up. Okay, yeah. Movie, All right, that's what I thought. I so yeah, eventually it'll it'll hit Shutter. Yeah. Um but still I, I would suggest watching it in the theaters if possible. And I feel like this film honestly would probably do good on streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially once that once that holiday time frame mm-hmm. really kicks in oh, yeah. to high gear. I think this movie People might gonna end definitely up being be watching this stream yeah. quite a bit. Uh, so keep an eye on that to see how that develops. And then we wanted to give you a Five Nights at Freddy's update because it's still doing crazy numbers right now domestically. It's sitting at $127 million and worldwide it's sitting at uh, $252 million. So mm-hmm. nice. huge it's numbers. To it, it tapered down. off. Yeah, yeah. It tapered I think off. the yeah. previous weekend did like 19 and then this past weekend did nine. So it's starting to come down a little bit. Right, right. But it, it's, they, that's still mm-hmm. yeah. big That's money, a lot, y'all. For man. sure. Universal, man, the studio heads over there, you know, they are oh, yeah. dancing, man. It's like, crazy because um, I was watching, <laughs> I'll be watching everything, but <laughs> I was watching somebody <laughs> talk about, uh, kind of going back to what I just said, like going to the theater to watch mm-hmm. movies. Um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, I'll just wait till it's on streaming. Like, oh, I'll watch it at home. It's better to watch it at home. Yeah. Which I get, totally understand. Yeah. Like, Sometimes you for easier. sure, I know, you for sure, like, might prefer to watch something at home versus going to the theater or whatever. Depending on the movie. The, yeah. Yes, depending mm-hmm. on the movie. Um, but in order for, you know, people say, oh, well, there's not a good, there aren't any good horror m- movies. But when we don't go to the movie theater, they're not going to make good movies, right? Because we're basically telling them we don't really care. They can, yeah. they can make trash movies and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But... When you go, when you look at numbers like Five Nights at Freddy's, like people, you if you go to the movies, they're gonna make good movies. They are gonna make two more of these Five Nights at Freddy's movies, and people are still gonna go see it, and they're gonna make a lot of money off of it. Yeah, but well, um, yeah, because money, the money talks. Like, yes, money is the, exactly. Yeah, look at Talk to Me. Talk to Me made decent money. Decent money. So like that because people that went people out. Know, yes, and supported like it that. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in order for us to get those, you gotta go watch the movie. That's right. Yep. So yeah, and I mean we already talked about this, but Finance of Freddy's was on Peacock and in the theaters, and it still went crazy with yep. these with these numbers. But yep. yeah, you gotta support the films. Like that's the only way we're gonna get good movies if you support the the movies. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Now, so something that's coming out this week, we got the the new horror film Thanksgiving. So this is the new Eli Roth film that's based off of the trailer that he made in the grind in the Grindhouse movie. Back in like 2007 or something like yes, that. Yes, 2007. And uh, super excited for this one. Yes. This one looks like a I'm lot of fun. I'm so hyped for this movie. And I, yeah. Lord knows, if I if they let me down, Eli Roth, if you let me, I'll be hot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's going to let us down. Honestly. I don't think so either. I, don't think so. I think it's going to be super good. Yeah. Uh, super fun. And 
I mean, if you look at his track record, he has a really good track record when he's it got comes decent to films under his yeah, belt. he's got some yeah. decent stuff. Um, so yeah, I think he's I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the box office will be like for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's coming out this week, y'all. And so we will be going to see this film. We'll be dropping a non-spoiler review this Friday. So make sure you uh, subscribe and come back to us so you'd be prepared to watch that uh, that review. And then, of course, on Saturday, we'll drop our spoiler review. Uh, but super excited. That's coming out this week. So make sure I go check out the trailer for Thanksgiving. You haven't seen it yet. And then, of course, we're going to purchase your tickets if you're hyped like we are to go and see it. We're going to go see it on uh, on Thursday evening. So we'll do a out-of-theater reaction and then we'll do uh, a review so make sure you're subscribed and following us so you see all that content that drops for Thanksgiving. All right, y'all. So that'll wrap up uh, this midweek horror news update. We hope that y'all enjoyed all the news that came out of this video. Now, uh, let us know down in the comments or on our social media, like which you know midweek news story that you were most hyped about. So a lot of different things, like a lot of interesting things, especially that Spider-Man horror film. I think that's the one that kind of like surprised me the most because I was not aware of it at all. Like even if it's just a fan film, it's still super exciting. Uh, but let us know uh, in the comments or send us, you know, a message on social media or a comment on social media. We'll, we'll post things on TikTok, like clips from this. Just comment anywhere, y'all, because we love to discuss these things uh, with the community, with our audience. And let us know which story that you are most excited about or most surprised by. Uh, make sure you, you know, you like this video, you subscribe to our channel, share this video, you know, uh, go and subscribe to our podcast over on Spotify, over on Apple you know, give us that five star uh, review on there as well, because that just that just helps boost visibility, y'all. Uh, but hey, look, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to this video. If you're watching, if you're listening over on podcast, thank you for you know listening to this entire thing. We really appreciate y'all. We thank y'all. And we'll see y'all in the next video. Peace.